This is Daizen X, the podcast, episode 238, for the week of November 7th, 2010. Hey, welcome to Daizen X, the podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site, Daizen X. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. Welcome back, Mary, from hey. your week off from the show. It's good to be here. You ready to talk about a remade feature? I'm not ready to talk about this again so soon when we did it like two weeks ago. I think it was three. Felt like two, but, but okay. It's slightly more different. It has the word super in it That now. doesn't count. <laughs> it's just a word. It doesn't make it super or super right, You say that now, but I think I know how you feel about this. Damn you and your advantage of knowing me. That's right. So we got uh, Mary over there. Thanks for joining. And you, your Mike, Vegito EX, all the internets. <laughs> That's true. It's going to be the two of us. We've been flip-flopping people in and out, but now it's just back to the man and the woman. Pretty much already said it, but we are going to be talking about plan to eradicate the super science this week on our podcast episode. We've been kind of leading up to this release of Raging Blast 2, and it's included remade feature. It's here. It's viewable. It's ready to be discussed. I, I don't know, right? It's a feature. It's a feature. It's a cartoon. <laughs> and there are words to be said. That's right. That's right. Uh, so, Mary, you and I, we're going to talk about that. That's pretty much it. Um, we got all your regular news. We got that topic. We got some releases. We got some emails. It's kind of like the standard awesomeness regular episode. Except not longer review of awesomeness. No, no. You can't well, use that phrase out of context. Oh, uh, you want the word awesomeness? Yeah. I'm sorry. I will refrain from doing so. Although last week we had uh, a two-hour amazing gigantic episode with multiple topics. This is going to be the regular <laughs> one. <laughs> It's going to be the opposite of that. It's going to be the opposite. It'll be a short, mediocre episode. Oh, you say mediocre. I think it's going to be the best episode ever recorded. Whoa. I'm just saying it right now. So you know, going into it. So you have these amazing expectations. No, 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 no. <laughs> right. Um, in terms of housekeeping stuff, I don't have a whole lot. Uh, the review of Tenka Ichi Tag Team on the website is indeed up. You can read through it if you're interested in picking the game up or if you like most of the internet and just want to have your opinions justified and validated after you've already purchased a game, you can go and read that review. Other than that, um, Raging Blast 2 is in. I'm, I'm playing it. I'll be reviewing it. That's all I got. All right, let's hop to it. I'm going to do my faux financial analyst news. I need to do like a cheesy financial background music. Like, do, 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 do. It's a financial report with Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 30s robber. Oh my God. Video game market is crashing. Yeah. <laughs> crashing all around. A sell, sell. Uh, so I'll take that. And then we only got one other little bit of news this week. Let me get you going. Um, quarter two figures for a couple companies. Navarre had their uh, release in their earnings call last week. Navarre, of course, is the parent company of Funimation, who here in North America has the sub-license to Dragon Ball. Anyway, Funimation, quote, had a small net sales increase in the second quarter compared to the prior year's second quarter, end quote. And that was thanks to Dragon Ball and Full Metal Alchemist. Those are the two titles they specifically noted. They also noted that the TV broadcast of Kai is bolstering the franchise quite nicely, but there was no additional commentary on how well which products are doing. Just we know that common sense, if it's on TV, it's exponentially going to do better than something that's not. After the, the normal discussion, where they basically go over what the press release said, they opened it up to analyst Q&A. 
Um, and during there, the, the prospect of the Funimation sales brought up again. Really, they said there's nothing to report right now. They do have some offers of interest. They've had some meetings with the interested parties, but they're still analyzing the benefit of selling Funimation versus keeping them, all while balancing what it is Navarre wants to do as a company in conjunction with what Funimation does well. They've been talking about this a lot, where Navarre's really on the distribution side and Funimation's on the production side. And that was kind of working well for a little bit, but not necessarily what they want to do with each other in the future. But Navarre's continuing to support Funimation through the sale. We'll see where it goes. They said they're hoping to have an answer by the end of this calendar year. So there you go. <laughs> Business as usual, and especially for Dragon Ball fans. I mean, we got Kai coming out in December, Dragon Ball Five planned for, I think, February. So keeping on trucking. Another financial news going over to Japan. Namco Bandai put out their quarter two fiscal 2011 figures. Man, they're just bleeding money here. 1.93 billion yen loss for quarter two fiscal 2011. That's about $23.7 million. The Dragon Ball franchise overall is down in net sales from 5.8 billion yen in the first half of last year to 2.7 billion yen in the first half of this year. Yeah, so the franchise overall, big, big drop there. In terms of toys, in general merchandise. This is all the non-video game stuff. That also dropped in net sales. First half of last year is 1.4 billion yen. First half of this year is just 0.9 billion yen. There were no Dragon Ball video games that did well enough to report. I think they only list the top five games. I'm pretty sure Tekken 6 was number one. But yeah, no Dragon Ball. Of course, what came out this year? There was Dragon Ball DS2 Origins 2 earlier this year. The PSP game and Raging Blast 2 are only just now coming out. So maybe those will show up in the next quarter's uh, report. But yeah, Namco Bandai bleeding money over in Japan. All right. So in happier news, more domestically, we've got an announcement from Viz about their new iPad application for manga, which is pretty, pretty darn sweet. If you got one of those nifty doodads, it's a free app which acts as both a reader and a store for you to buy your manga. And they currently have backlog volumes from six series, including Dragon Ball. So each is going to cost you $4.99 a pop compared to $7.95 for their, you know, hard copy versions of the graphic novels. So it saves you a few bucks. It saves you from killing the trees. <laughs> and, and you get to watch the manga on the go. Read the manga on the go, I should say. We were talking about this a little earlier off air, but... This is one of those, all right, this is good for the back catalog stuff, but that's not really what the issue is with the manga industry. The issue is what's coming out right now. Well, I'm sure it's a matter of get it out there, yeah. hook hook your audience, at least get the app out there. You know what? I bet you this is to show Shueisha, look, this actually works. There are people buying stuff digitally. If you make it available, if you make it easy, it's kind of like a proof of concept, which... Uh, yeah, that's how I feel about it with the, with the six the series stuff. that it's starting off with. And they're all big ones. I think Death Note was The only up there. one that's not like a big one, and the most recent one that they're doing is um the other one by the Death Note team. Oh, okay. I forget, I forget the name of the show. Gotcha. Baku. I keep wanting to call it Bakugan. Bak- Bakuman? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah, that's gotcha. the one. So that's the most recent, I think, of the offerings that they've got going on there. Gotcha. What do you think about this? Is... I don't have an iPad, have so an iPad. it doesn't apply to me, but I do think it's cool, and I think it's what the industry needs right now is just forward thinking. 
Yeah, yeah. You need someone, we've talked about this, Funimation is the one disrupting the anime industry where we're doing cheaper sets, more episodes per sets, get it out there, get it out there faster. Visit, they they started doing this with their Naruto speed up and their One Piece speed up. If they can bring it over to the digital side, that'll help. This is so funny because right now I'm re- reading my single issues of Ronma One Half from 1996 or so, right. and it's just really fascinating to see how far this has come from two chapters an issue yeah for a long-running series how much were those 295 295 in 1996 money right okay and it stayed that way for quite a long time yeah. i'm not i dropped it I, i'm reading right now i have two issues left i think it's 2001 that i i kept buying them five years i bought that shit what was <laughs> i i funded biz what am i yeah, talking I about it's people like you the two <laughs> chapters per volume and the two episodes per oh, i know volume. god or was it three it was two did you get that bonus episode eventually when, no they when they three? moved to dvd they started doing three episodes oh, oh my god that was very very early on i yeah. think i might be misremembering that but yeah it's neat that they're adopting current technology well to be fair who's left it's basically Viz and Funimation that own that industry here in the US there's a few Hmong companies still out there Delray's gotta be putting out stuff I don't know what Tokyo Pop does anymore (laughs) I mean yeah they're there but whoever's got the Shonen Jump properties those are the ones that sell yeah it's pretty neat this is gonna be one that we really want to keep a close eye on to see where this goes does this help lots of discussions to be had i'm sure we'll have them in the future but that's uh that's it for news it's been a pretty slow week just money numbers and and hopefully money numbers yeah (laughs) i hope for the success of this hopefully the american companies do well to keep the japanese companies going isn't it funny it is funny because navarre was there's more of us than there are in them so they do kind of have to rely on us i was gonna say we didn't really talk about navarre as a whole because only funimation really applies to us and they're not reporting a lot of funimation because they're considered a discontinued operation but yeah funimation was doing well navarre as a whole was doing well viz i mean they're launching something new (laughs) you look at the japan numbers japan's going down the hole we're keeping them propped up there you go uh that's it for news let's <laughs> let's talk about this feature if you don't know by now and i'm shocked the only way you could possibly not know what this is is if you just got into dragon ball and just started listening to this podcast <laughs> exactly and never went to your site right right because i mean just our feature our tidbit on the entity as a whole is many years old i think it was like six years old so most of you folks know who it is. So this is going to be one of our smallest basic infos ever. So Raging Blast 2 just came out on the PS3 and 360. It's a new Dragon Ball video game. Included on it is a 30-minute feature presentation called Super Saiyajin Zetsumetsu Keikaku, or Plan to Eradicate the Super Saiyans. It's a remake of the 1993 official visual guide which was a two VHS volume animated feature. It was basically a video strategy guide to a Famicom game, a Nintendo Entertainment System game from that same year called Saiyajin Zetsumetsu Keikaku, or Plan to Eradicate the Science. Got the word super added to it because it's a new version and it's add something. And there's more super science. Well, that's all there's super science at all. Yes. No, there were in the original. Oh, there were. I couldn't remember because I fell asleep every (laughs) single time I've watched the original. No, I was just thinking is, um, oh, why didn't they just add the word Sheen to it? Sheen knew. But I believe the Playdia games had Sheen added to the title. So they had to 
That's probably why Super's in the title. Anyway, so we reviewed the original version in preparation for this new version a couple weeks back on episode 235 with our buddy Corey. So go back and listen to that. We had a real fun time reviewing it, even if we didn't have a fun time watching it. So here, we're ready to talk about this condensed version. We're not going to give you a story recap of it. You're probably just going to watch it anyway, and you heard our episode before. It's basically the same thing just only some differences which we'll talk about with our notes and that might clear up some of the synopsis yeah yeah, i think so i mean in a nutshell the sufuru gene or the sufurians the ancient race that was on a planet the science destroyed them seeking revenge there's a fight and everyone's happy at the end Pretty much the whole point of this feature even being a part of the game is Hachiak is an unlockable character if you watch this special. Yeah, yeah. So rather than like make a whole new villain out of thin air, they kind of went back to this old forgotten story thing. So Well, that's actually a pretty neat point is just by watching the special, you unlock him as a character. And I figure that if you're buying this, you're psyched for it. You're probably going to want to play as him more than, I don't know, like middle school again or whatever. So it's a good way to get into it. So, yeah, we're just going to do notes and thoughts on this. Um, differences between it and the original, things we found interesting, semi-chronologically. So we're just going to jump into it here. The beginning of the feature is probably the most different than anything else. It shows much more of the Saiyan attack on the Sufudians, and Raichi's death is adjusted slightly. We saw him, I think he actually got hit or blasted by an Ozaru originally. I think that was later in the feature in the original, but they did show it in some capacity. Here it's, yeah, he's working on the machine, he's going up to press the button, and then a door gets kicked in by an Ozaru or something, and he falls down and dies somehow. But regardless, Raichi presses the button, the machine goes out into space, and it does its thing up there, working on collecting hate for however many years it is. Then after the title screen, it starts out with just some regular Earthlings. And this is very different, because the original feature started with Goku and Gohan. What'd you think about that? Mary? I really liked this a lot better. Let me let me ask you, did this remind you much more of oh man, I feel like it's DBZ movie three. Yeah, that's what are you I, yeah. That too? Yes. Where it's like the city I did, I was like the roots are coming up and what's old is new again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I, I think story wise it I mean I like the little cute banter with Gohan, you know, in the original with the chopping of the wood. Right, but right. Story wise and moving the plot along wise and keeping it concise. Wise, mm-hmm. I think this was much better. Yeah, you show it affecting Earth. You don't need to start out with... God, they just cut out all of Mr. Popo showing up with the explanation. <laughs> it's the Kai version of Saijin. It, it, it very much is. And they cut Without out the branding of Kai, which is true, interesting. True, true. Yeah, it is interesting. It was just it Dragon Ball. No yeah. Z. It was just Dragon Ball. Right. Super Saiyajin Setsumezu Keikaku. Right. Which I thought was interesting. It wasn't Z or Kai. Well, the game itself is just Dragon Ball as well. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I mean, maybe they were going with that. The Jump Super Animator special, that was also just Dragon Ball. So, maybe that's what they're doing. Anyway, so they cut out Mr. Popo. They cut out those four locations. Oh, thank God. <laughs> you're, you're yawning just thinking about them. <laughs> Um, the random little monsters that they fought. Oh, God, I forgot about those already. I mean, there's the fun moment with Piccolo, but overall, it was a waste of time. Here, other than showing the regular Earthlings, Goku and Gohan teleport into Capsule Core, and they're already on the case. That is so good, and it makes Bulma look a lot better, too, just because it's like, she's so smart, she's already... Figuring out what's wrong with the world. Yes. I think it shows her in a very favorable light. So she's there. Uh, Trunks is hanging out with her. Piccolo's there. Vegeta walks in at some point. And he's kind of got this smart moment, too, where he's like, 
All right. There's it, only one group of people that have this technology. Gotta be this. So that also helps move move the plot along. Yeah, it was great. I mean, if you're going to cut it down, all of that intro bullshit, you can cut down and still have it make sense. I'm fairly certain if you had not seen the original, you can still watch this and feel like you know exactly what's going on. Like you don't and, feel and you're you know missing what? anything. More so. You would know more so what's going on <laughs> in this to try to watch the original. <laughs> Right, because right. far too many times, and you can vouch for me on this one, we would watch the original. I'd be like, wait, what just happened a minute ago? Yeah, wait, yeah. Why are they doing this? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because I was falling asleep, because I fell asleep much later. But <laughs> this was like, oh, okay, I get what's going on. Yeah, I don't want yep. Dragon Ball to make me feel stupid. That's the pits. Yeah, yeah. It was very clear. I This opening stuff had a lot of good rewriting. We're going to get to some more rewritten stuff. Just a second. But this is where it starts being almost exactly like the original feature. They skip those four other locations. They go right to West City, where one of the machines is pumping out the Destron gas. And as soon as Vegeta says his line and he starts hovering down to destroy it, it's almost kind of like a frame-for-frame redo of the original version there, where he goes to destroy it. The dialogue is verbatim from the original version when Frieza comes in saying it's useless. So that's pretty neat. Only difference being that Vegeta turns into a Super Saiyan there, which he didn't in the original. Um, So it, it turning into the quasi-original one, how'd you feel about that? I think that was an appropriate place, because as is I said... Is that the right place to start doing Well, I that? said to you yesterday when we were watching this that oh good they're keeping the one part of this entire feature that's actually interesting to watch <laughs> with the old villains just um the fight mm-hmm. and they kept it brief they did and i liked that they didn't refer to them as ghost warriors no they didn't just don't even deal with that bullshit and the logic involved in that all i think right, so it's all generally assumed that yeah these aren't really those dudes well and they even say later that they were ghosts but i think this is probably what we need to talk about the most because it was our biggest problem with the original version which was they're fighting old returning villains you've got frieza kula slug, slug. and talus is that it yeah. I think so. They're fighting them and they can't figure out why it is that they can't beat them. Goku talks to Kaio. Kaio explains, oh, they're ghost warriors. And for whatever reason... Like, just, oh, it's okay, guys. They're ghost warriors. Just and then they by win. knowing that, somehow they're able to win. This part is rewritten here in the new feature and it's spectacularly rewritten. What happens is now the death strong gas is starting to affect them. Whereas in the original... That was great. It was from the start where they couldn't use their key. Here it's... They're so close to it, I guess, they they can't fight back. And all of a sudden, Miss Smart Blue Hair flies in with her capsule ship, and she's got this neutralizing agent, which negates the Destron gas, which in turn gives everyone a chance to attack and defeat the villains. It's a reason. It makes exactly. sense. It's Yay, science. Beautiful. It's, sci- it's logic. It's not making you feel stupid. <laughs> I, of all the things they could have fixed... This was the one that needed it. I wonder the most. if they went back to the original and saw all these things that were god awful about it and realized we can improve upon this. Yeah, and somewhere yeah. there's an okay storyline around. Right, right. Fantastic. Uh, one thing I do want to mention is that the Destron gas machines, they make the noises from the Famicom. Game. <laughs> yeah, so good. So good. I loved it. Nice little toss back in there. Uh, also, the Ghost Warriors didn't have pink smoke anymore. I liked it, it because regular. it reminded me too much of Boo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the fact that it was. Was the same color as the Destron gas, I think, right, helped right. it be consistent and helped drive the point home that, okay, these are kind of made of the gas. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the only thing I think we were missing was that classic line. Which one? Freeze up, what kind of gas are you releasing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Um, what was I going to say? Oh, the animation really picked up during these fights, too. And they cleaned up some other stuff. I think Gohan throws... Is it Talos that he kind of throws overhead? In the original, he's got this stupid grin on his face. It's really out him. of place. And here, it's just he throws him, and I think Goku comes up over top. So I gotta say, this is probably the only part in the entire feature that has really decent animation. Yeah, the yeah, The rest yeah. of it's kind of, eh. There's more later in the last fight, but here, I think... They did the most. So they wrap up that fight. And then there's some weird fades. There was a fade to black earlier. And then it went that into a new weird. scene. But here it was like a fade down after showing the planet. And then another one right after it. Yeah, and, Goku said one sentence and it faded right, to black. Right. And then there was another fade in the middle of the last fight. That was, I don't know what they were doing there. That was very, very bizarre. But ignoring those. So they don't bother showing any of the space travel at all. Yay. And even the official visual guide cut out tons of it. Because remember, we started part two and we're like, what are they doing with this <laughs> pearl or something? So they cut out even more of what was already cut out. At the same time, it seems like the dark planet is a lot closer to Earth. But then at the very end of the feature, stuff explodes and it seems like the planet is by itself somewhere else. So I I actually couldn't really tell where That's Dark Planet was. I guess. That was. That was strange. Then we get up to you know, the last half is just fighting. The attack on Raichi is mostly the same. He's got his barrier. They all break through and he dies and he's clearly a ghost and that awakens the full power of the machine. So Hachihyak comes out. What did you think? Did you even notice this? Him having any kind of emotion? He smiles a couple Yeah, couple and I times. didn't realize that in the original. No, he it, didn't. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was weird because in the original, it's much more just plain old machine kind of thing. Seems like they were almost trying to make him into a character. I like that a little better. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I don't know. I kind of want him to be a machine, but then if he's got no emotion whatsoever, then who really cares about him? But that, that was something, I guess you can say. I want to talk about the counting. I know we talked about this before, but I think it continues to make absolutely no sense. All right, so it takes 15 seconds for Hachiyak to charge. He does a little arms cross thing and fire. I get that. It takes him 15 seconds to charge it up and fire. But then they don't follow up with it appropriately. No, no, because Trunks comes in. He's about to hit Gohan or something. Trunks kicks him or smacks him in the face somehow while he's charging. That makes sense. Attack the opponent while they're So pretty much the counting, something. what is the point of it? Right. Then later, Goku waits for him to fire. He counts. Because yeah, you think he would, he would time it exactly to, to be, him at 14 then, or something. But then he stops at like 13, I think, when they actually do it as a group. Well, yeah, they stop counting. But they fire on what would be 15. So he, Hachihak, fires anyway. anyway. So what is the point of knowing it's coming at 15 seconds if you're just going to fire at 15? seconds and hope to overpower him with your attack. Why wouldn't you fire at 10 seconds? I think that's the part that kind of killed any enthusiasm I would have had. Yeah. Because up to that point, I would be like, okay, it's all right. But then the counting happens. I'm like, this kind of is nonsensical. I still don't get it. And you know what? Playing the Pladia version, because there's kind of this slight delay between when you press a button and when something happens, you have to time up on 15 seconds in the game. Oh, it's, really? And it's really bad. And I always mess it up. And I just screw up the game at that point. And I think I die. I guess that's pretty much it. The only other thing I want to know is at the very end of the special, that mother and daughter that are watering the flowers <laughs> we from were the beginning. Both laughing at it. Like it wasn't meant to be funny, but it looked like they were there the whole time watering the same flower, <laughs> waiting to get better. I don't know. <laughs> can, I mean, can we just assume that this whole thing was real time and only 30 minutes passed? Because maybe if that's the case, it's not so bad. I don't know. But even still, I think that makes it worse. I, I would like it better if it took longer than half an hour. 
you know, they came back maybe two hours later to try and water the plants again. But it seems like that girl was literally holding the water canister, watering the plants for 30 minutes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just fun to us because we both reacted the same way. Unintentionally right, laughing. Right. Um, I do want to ask you about the music, Mary. This is neither Shinsuke Kikuchi or Kenji Yamamoto. This is Hiroshi Takaki. The only thing I've seen his name with that I'm even familiar with is Beat the Vandal Buster. And even then we only saw the first episode. I think it was one because I heard Ryusei Nakao was doing a voice in it. So I watched an episode. But um, yeah, not a name I'm familiar with. Not really familiar with his work. Do you have any thoughts on the music? I wasn't really paying attention to music. So I guess that means it didn't grab me. It was very much in the background. I can only think of two instances where it really kicked in. It was during fights. I thought it was good. And then the second time was we watched this feature twice. Um, second time we were watching it, as it was ending, the closing music as Goku and Gohan are back at home talking. And they're playing kind of like the end of movie music. Like you expect it to be that kind of music. I just start singing that, I don't know, by default. I just kick into that at the end of every movie. It felt exactly like that. So Takaki nailed the the tone of what would be the movie two closing music. So speaking of movies, yeah, yeah. So we were talking about. You had a great comment. Like, yeah. All right, so we finished this thing. I think we can both clearly agree that this was leagues above the original. Yes, yes. I still wouldn't say it's great. And the comparison I made yesterday is that it, it feels on par to one of the more mediocre but not horrible DBZ movies. So you said I, it I like, compared it to movie ten. It's like a movie ten where it's not awful. There's enough in there that keeps it engaging to the end. Right. But even at the end, you're like, okay, yeah, I watched some Dragon Ball. That's my scale of relativity is that I will compare <laughs> it to movie 10 in terms of enjoyment level. You, this was short, so it made it even better. Well, it is very short. Let me ask you, do you think it could have benefited from another five to 10 minutes anywhere? No. In fact, I bet they could have cut another. I don't think so. I don't think they could have cut I would anything. have liked more from the Hyachi, Hyachi, Hyachi fight cut out. Yeah, yeah. Just the the key stuff at the um, end with the counting we didn't mention the, the one hit that we both were like oh best attack in the entire feature it was when he's busting gohan gohan gets thrown down onto the floor no i think first he hits him in the head and you were oh, like right. oh <laughs> that's right so he knocks him down then he lands on top of gohan picks him up and slams him <laughs> through, the, through floor. the ground and the two of them just go through the ground together it was my favorite hit in the entire thing such a good attack i just want like in a looping animated gif of <laughs> slamming gohan into the ground i'll have to make that they should like go in reverse so that he comes up through the ground and he goes back to the just ground up and down. yeah they get so people we're laughing we're having a decent time talking about it i was I'm not shocked. expecting that me at neither all. i went into this expecting it to be a literal redo of it i didn't realize that it improves upon it in nearly every way that the original sucks with Almost. the exception of maybe some of the art at some points yeah there's a couple awkward questionable <laughs> off model right, situations right. anything else we can tell i mean the voice performances were as expected top notch from everyone music we talked about was pretty decent okay couple decent animations couple not so good drawings what else can you say about it is it worth sixty dollars <laughs> Probably well, because not. I don't think the game is worth $60. If it was 50 bucks, then I'd be like, yeah. 
it's a nice different thing on a fighting game, so Right, right. I feel like you almost have to buy it because it has <laughs> a feature that's not totally sucky. Right. Or you know what? I think it only feels less sucky compared to the original. I think if you were to just watch it by itself, it would still feel pretty mediocre. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's kind of an average DBZ but story. But at the same time, we wouldn't be talking about those scenes like, oh, this was so improved because the original didn't make sense. It would just be an okay story. Right. Which it is. Mm-hmm. So um, for those of you who had never seen the original... You might be better off <laughs> with just this. I don't know if it's better or worse. It might be worse to have never seen the original. I feel like the original has so many awful scenes that this one makes it... So that's not really a, a compliment plus. to this. I don't know. It's a tough call. It's not a compliment to say, watch the original because it makes this one look better. I don't know how to explain that. I think you just did. I guess so. So not worth 60 bucks. Right now, it's only included as a part of Raging Blast 2. Funimation has said they don't have the rights to it right now. It's obviously something they would love to do. I think what most people are hoping for is kind of a double feature with this and the Jump Super Anime Tour special at some that point. That would be really cool. A lot of people to work with there. You got Namka Bandai on this one. You've got Shueisha with um, the JSAT special. So lots of work to do, but that would be a great product for them to release in the future. That's pretty much it. We had a good time. Yes, surprisingly. Good, good. Let's uh, consider that done. Homework done. Talk about some releases. All right, releases starting with November 9th. That's a Tuesday. We've got Viz Big Dragon Ball Z number 9. It covers the original Japanese Tonkobon volumes 41 through 42. Or if you're going by the regular Viz graphic novels, it's 25 through 26. This is the final volume for Viz Big for this franchise in total. No word on what's next, if anything. So the retail price is $17.99 pre-order on Amazon for $12.14. So it's the same price as usual. It's a volume less. It's only two volumes. I believe it's been confirmed that the original Tonkobon ending is in there, not the Kansenban ending. Okay. Um, November 11th, which is Thursday, Raging Blast 2 coming out in Japan. We got it first. Wow. Um, so, you know, it's current generation update, Sparking Series, Spike developed it, and Uncle Bandai is putting it out. Japanese PS3 and 360. Retail price is 7,329 yen. Uh, Amazon Japan's got 59.90. Play Asia's got 79.90. The former in yen, the latter in dollars. And then, Mary, uh, the last thing that I have for November. Okay, it comes out on November 17th. That's a Wednesday. It's the French Cons and Bond for Dragon Ball Volume 11 from Glena. It is 10.55 euros, but you can pre-order it on Amazon France for 10.02 euros. Yepers, that's it for and November. Looks like we'll have a pretty okay December coming up in a few weeks too. Yeah, there's some uh, decent stuff coming out there. Uh, you know, we're talking about Kai. Um, we always gotta talk about the Kai. And, and the US. Uh, Germany's got some stuff. Yeah, we'll get to it in due time. Um, emails. Emails. Mary, I'm gonna read the first one here from Dylan. Okay. Dylan says, I loved the video of your basement. I'm glad people enjoyed that. Uh, a lot of fun items there. I especially love the Majin Buu plush toy. It really makes the character come to life. Where did you get it and for how much? I don't even remember where you... Oh, no. I remember now. Okay. It was a, it was <laughs> it was a gift. Present, right? Yeah, it was a gift. I wish we had more information than that. No, but it's kind of awkward to ask friends who gave you a gift and be like... <laughs> Where'd you get it? Where'd you get it and how much did it cost? Was that... Uh, 
Was that a wedding gift? So that would have been two years ago. It would. It was either. Uh, or was it an engagement present? It was either an engagement shower or wedding gift, or maybe even a housewarming present. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been any of those so things. So received within the last two to three years, which I guess you can place the item coming out at some. I'll I'll look at. In the terms item. of how, or in terms of like where to get it. I mean, you can assume that you can get that sort of thing maybe on auction sites or online yeah. or if all else fails, conventions. There's Hobby Link Japan, which sells plush stuff. I don't know if this specific one will be there. I know a lot of new plushies are coming out in conjunction with Kai. They're almost SD plushies. I've seen some really cute Cell and Frieza ones. Play Asia has those. And I think they're relatively cheap, like 15 to 20 bucks. So keep an eye over on Play Asia if you want to see if you can get any of those. But uh, that's pretty much it. I wish I had more information for you, but I'm, I'm glad you guys enjoyed that video. If you haven't seen it, it's on our uh, Facebook page linked over there. Um, Mary, why don't you read an email sure. from Sydney? And this next one explains why I saw a page on Wikipedia about Satan on the computer upstairs, <laughs> and I got a little scared there. I'm like, why is Mike looking up Satan? Okay, I, so I could see it was research for this next I question. I need to make sure I know all of the back history of our Dark Lord, just <laughs> just in case he asks me on my way in. I gotta be like, all right. It's like a job interview. You, you got to know about the company before you go in. Understood. That clears it up. My mind is set at ease. All Thank right. you. So this comes from Sydney. Just as I am doing some English research, I find another connection to Dragon Ball. You may have already known this, but here I go. As we all know, the name Pan is a pun on the word bread. But going through Greek mythology, I've come across another pun that may that maybe was totally unintentional. The god Pan is shown as a half goat with a pan flute. If you go further into where this name comes from. It was influenced by Satan. Satan, Satan, Satan. Since Mark Satan is her grandfather and Videl is her mother. I highly doubt Akira Toriyama knew this, but if he did, that's pretty freaking awesome. Righto. So yeah, it's kind of a double name pun, but we do know from Toriyama where it comes from. He noted in Dragon Ball Forever, which was a guidebook released in 2004, that, well, she's the child of Gohan, Gohan being rice. So how about bread? That's really all there was to it. And the word pan in Japanese is the word for bread. Apparently that comes from Portuguese. I think it's pau or something like that. I don't know what the little oompa loompa on top of an A in Portuguese would be pronounced like. I know the N is enye, and you do like nya kind of thing. I don't know what the A is. That's where it comes from. Um, the whole Satan thing is a unintentional, awesome little extra thing there for Pond's name. I think that's, it's cute and clever even uh -huh. if unintentional. I like that. Yeah, me too. Name puns are fun, especially in Dragon Ball. So, that's it. Yep. That's all we got for you this week. But we'll take more. Anything you got, anything. There's actually plenty more emails, but some I have to read some stuff and some I have for specific people. Don't worry, we're getting to okay. them. But even so, if you want to send us more questions, you can email us at podcast at com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X dot com. Also hit us up on Twitter at DiesyX and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash DiesyX. That's where you can find the cool basement video. That's right. Before we wrap up this episode, we have something to announce that I've forgotten for a while. Gotta do it right now. Big thanks to a certain person named Jordan 
I totally forgot to mention this. This is the Jordan Memorial 2010-2011 hosting for Daizen Chewy X. Thank you so much for your donation. This is the kind of stuff that keeps us going. We try not to mention it that often because we don't want to, you know, like blackmail the listeners and fans of the site. But there is a little donate button off to the side on the homepage of the site. If you want to kick anything our way, it covers hosting, it covers broken equipment. Because I like to smash them like a rock star. That's right. Every time we finish an episode, Mary destroys her microphone. And those things get expensive. So... It's the kind of thing that keeps Mary in check and us still doing the... That's why she wasn't around last week, because I couldn't afford a microphone until this week. I was punished. He had me locked up. That's right. Like, your punishment is you can't do the show. So Bring too much shit. Thanks, Jordan. We really, really appreciate it. If you guys are interested, check out the donate page. What we try to do, just to give a little um, thank you to everyone, is we name some kind of item or thing after you if you donate. So there you go. Thanks, Jordan. Mary, that's going to wrap up episode 238 of our podcast this week. Thanks for joining me talking about the special. Yes, it was fun. Had a lot more fun than I was anticipating. Me too. A week ago, I like, have so oh, much fun. man, this is going to be, ugh, I can't believe we have to and talk about it. And I was like, reaming you out. I was like, why are you freaking making us watch this shit again? Were you Valley Girl? Oh my Why? god! Oh my god, Mike! Gosh, you suck! But now I don't say that. On the flip side, I'm playing Rage and Blast. Well, we're going to talk more about the game probably next week. But what are your impressions playing Rage and Blast? I haven't looked at the screen once other oh, really? at the menus. I haven't seen you fight. I was so engrossed in reading this whole weekend. I haven't I watched am you so play. I'm so glad. Let's keep you reading Rama so you don't hear me I only have two at the issues screen. left. We were joking about it on... um chat and some other places you know if there's gonna be one game raging blast this series this is the one that's gonna drive me to alcoholism <laughs> i simply must find out what this means these situations that defeat three jinzo ningen when you have no health i mean there are items to counteract it later on but at least they want to challenge you oh man's Oh, man. So we'll talk about more uh, Raging Blast 2 stuff soon. Next week, I was hoping to do a manga review. I know we keep talking. We are fucking doing a manga review. We are so this, far behind. This month. It is happening this month. I'm pretty sure next week Jeff's going to be down at Anime USA, though. So go stalk him, people. If yes. you're going to be there, he'll be in the vat. That's right. He's uh, doing cool stuff with uh, music videos and the like. So if you're going to Anime USA, say hello to Jeff. He's the uh, the guy with the beard and the deep, sexy voice. Can't miss him. So, we'll probably talk video game stuff and maybe some other things next week, and then we'll try to regroup with Manga Review. Um, Mary, that's it. Alrighty, We're done folks. Here. Bye. We'll see you soon. Yes. With some topic or another. Mary, plug the website. Sure. Check out Daizen X for all your Dragon Ball news needs and much, much more. Maybe even snide commentary. I don't know. No, we save that for the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a daizex.com. D-A-I-Z-E-X.com. Go now. Go. Come to my site <laughs> if you want now. to live. <laughs> Not that funny. What? I just like saying it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for Mary over there. Bye. For Julian off in Japan. Bye. Ah! M- more pictures and videos. Yes. Of the baby. More. No, th- I mean, he's made more. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. So, let's go watch. So, for those two folks. <laughs> I thought you were saying he made more babies. <laughs> Mary, get with the baby making. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Mike Machito EX. We'll see you folks next week for episode 239 of our podcast. Thanks for listening to the show this week. Look forward to more Dragon Ball talkings in your ears next week and every week after that. We're coming up on, what, fifth year anniversary? Oh, my God. Doing this for five years. Let's talk for five more years. <laughs>